0: Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FINEMANcipation, Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions, send me an email at financialemancipation@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So today I wanted to discuss and continue the conversation that started yesterday. Uh, yesterday's discussion was about sales and whether or not seeing something on sale means you should buy it. So I know many of us struggle with that. I struggle with that as much as, you know, it's really it feels really good to get something on sale and get a good deal. Um, but I have to say that I am not a person who enjoys shopping, right? So there are people who really get a kick out of it. They feel it. They love it. I like to get a deal, but shopping doesn't really do it as much for me. But I want to talk today about people who have like almost like a compulsive shopping addiction. And I don't say that in a technical way. I know that there are people who literally have addictions and compulsions that are diagnosed. And um, my friend who is a therapist would tell me do not use those type of terms loosely. So I will just say people who like to shop a lot. Um, And in in the cultural term, people call you a shopaholic. But there are real pe- pe- people with real disorders that are diagnosable and need medication and treatment. And so I don't want to minimize that. Um, but I will say there are people who really like to shop. So we're going to talk about those people who really like to shop today and people who actually sometimes can't control how much they want to shop and their impulses and how that kind of impacts your finances. And so, again, I I want you guys to get to know me personally, get to know who I am. And I can tell you that I am not a person who really, really enjoys shopping Um, people who know, know me will tell you, I don't like to online shop as much because I just, I I find the process to be like, you have to wait. It has to come, um, be shipped to you. You have to get the package. What if you don't like it? So I don't tend to shop that way. And again, shopping for me is more like a task that you do because you need things rather than something you mindlessly do. I have a little bit of trouble parting with my money. I find it to be a little bit of a, you know, I don't like to part with my money for just any old reason. So shopping really doesn't do it for me. But I do notice that for a lot of people, shopping has a high. I've watched people do it. People go um, shopping because they feel like a a high from it. I've known people who are saying, I'm having a really bad day. I'm just going to go shopping. Um, In the Facebook group, we asked a question about, you know, what do you do or what is your like thing that you do when you really are feeling low that impacts your finances? And people said, they impulse shop, they go retail therapy. And so... Shopping has this thing where it makes people feel good. And so people will ask me, well, I like to shop. Should I allocate shopping into my budget, right? And I, I can't say that you shouldn't put shopping, quote unquote, in your budget because everything that you buy, you have to shop for. But there are ways in which you can feed the impulse of needing to shop by spending money on the things that you already need to spend money on, right? Um, that's not necessarily what the issue of a person who's a quote unquote shopaholic. Some people really need to and have a desire to shop just because there's something that feels good to them about spending money, even when it's money they don't have, even when it's causing them a negative um, a negative impact as it relates to their finances, even when they have to run up credit cards, even when they have to hide things from people. You know, one of the telltale signs about being a person who has a shopping issue or a shopping problem is that you buy things in shop and you'll hide them from other people um, or even hide them from yourself. So if you're a person who goes to the mall, racks up a whole bunch of stuff and then hides it in your trunk so that your husband or your wife doesn't see it that's problematic right if you're a person who is buying things and hiding brand new things in the house so that the other person doesn't see it or if you're someone who has items shipped to work you know you have all your amazon stuff shipped to work so that your partner doesn't see the stuff that you're buying and and again, what I constantly talk about is, is in when, as it relates to financial emancipation in every aspect that we talk about, honesty is the key part of it, right? If you are being dishonest with anything as it relates to your finances, you are setting yourself up for disaster. Whether you are being dishonest to yourself or dishonest to others, you are still setting yourself up for the same disaster. And so, any type of lying or hiding or dishonesty that goes with shopping you can start to believe that you are a person who may have an issue as it relates to shopping. And that speaks to, again, why, what do you need from that? Um, when when you talk about people who go shopping and buy anything, you know, there are people who, who just will go to any store. Some people don't need to just shop for clothes or shop for things that, you know, you would think Oh, they want to buy these certain things. No, some people really just want to go to, you know, a discount store like um, home goods or Marshall's or TJ Maxx and just buy stuff. And a lot of this stuff, is what most people would deem to be junk, right? It's just something to buy, something to have. You know, the ability to spend money sometimes makes people feel good, even if it's just spending $20, $30. What that does, though, is while it may feed that need, and we talked about this in an earlier podcasts, so if you haven't, you know, if you have, if you just joined then kind of go back where we go into it in more detail, but things like this feed a need. They feed a need that has nothing to do with money. And a lot of the issues that surround money are emotional. There are issues that are going on inside of you. And so you are using your money, your finances, to feed a need. And so shopping may make you feel good for a number of reasons. The fact that you can do it, right? Maybe you grew up and then it was a time when you couldn't do it, you couldn't have it. And so you shop so that you you can remind yourself that you can. And by saying you can, meaning the purchase will go through. It doesn't mean that you can afford it. doesn't mean that you should be buying it, but the purchase can go through. And that kind of gives you a feeling like I can do it. You know, there are people who get into a lot of, of what they deserve. They deserve. I work hard. I deserve these things. That is something that forever and ever you will constantly hear me try to tear down. It's this idea of deserving anything. It's an idea of entitlement. And entitled to anything will make you make bad decisions in life in general, not just with your finances. But to believe that you deserve anything is what will make you make bad decisions as it relates to money. I deserve a vacation. I deserve to shop. I deserve these things. Why shouldn't I be able to buy a new pair of shoes this week? I work hard. And it's not that you don't, you shouldn't have shoes or it's not that you shouldn't shop. It's that you have to be in a position where your finances allow that. And on top of that, There are people who are in a position where their finances do allow that because I don't want to always have this conversation around finances that speak to the fact that people don't have the resources because one of the biggest um, quote-unquote offenders of financial irresponsibility are people who actually have money. They have disposable income. Those people are the ones who often are making the worst financial decisions, ones for which you would say, you are just wasting money because you have it. And so just because... Maybe you have $1,000 of disposable income every month with, after every single bill is paid. You still have just $1,000 just sitting around and, and, and you've, maybe you've put some in your savings, maybe you haven't, and you take that $1,000 and you just shop and you just buy things. That doesn't, I'm not, that did in that instance, a person can say, well, I can afford to shop. But you have to understand or ask yourself, is shopping in the short term, the, the, is that something that will serve you in your long-term financial freedom and your long-term financial goals? right? And so the problem of shopping can exist whether you have the money or you don't. So I don't want to just characterize, you know, a person who has an issue or shops too much to be someone who doesn't have the money to do it. Often, a person can be someone who does have either their money or the credit to do it. And that can still be problematic. And so when you are utilizing, um, to bring it back full circle, when you are utilizing Outside things, external things like money, like shopping, like buying and collecting things as kind of trophies or declaration that you can buy things, you can have things. You're feeding an emotional need. You're feeding something in yourself that you may feel is lacking. You're doing something to demonstrate or reflect something that you've learned or something that goes back to your original financial story. And when you find yourself doing that, it's not about the actual act of shopping, more so it's about let's figure out and find out why that is the thing that you are doing with your resources and why is it that that what need are you trying to fill? Because once you address the need you're trying to fill, the action can be dealt with. You can deal with why it is that you feel like you need to shop even when you don't need a thing. And why uh, why do you assess a need in a way that you do so that you constantly find yourself buying things, shopping every time there's a sale, every time that you can always find yourself in a store. You have to assess, why is that? Why do you feel the need to constantly spend money that way? And that is something that, again, is an emotional thing. It feeds into something that has nothing really to do with actual shopping, and more so probably to do with something that you're feeding on the inside. So it's something that I would like to to bring up because I think that a lot of people kind of glaze over it um, because it can be really problematic. And just ask yourself, are you finding yourself shopping a lot? Are you finding yourself hiding purchases? from the person who you live with or who you're accountable to? Are you finding yourself just buying things for the sake of buying them and never using them? If you go in your closet or you go in your house, do you find a lot of things that are not being used, things with tags on them, things that you know, you know, you, you, you when you're going to give away things, you find you have all these brand new things that you never wore, you never used. If that's something that you're finding, you're shopping too much. And I want to discuss, and we'll discuss in the later podcast, a challenge that I want to do in a few weeks that has to do with putting a moratorium on shopping until you've actually used up everything in your closet that has a, has a tag on it. So I want to think of a challenge that we're going to do in a couple of weeks. And I just wanted to bring that up, sprinkle it in. So get ready so we can see how that works, if we can really kind of push ourselves towards our financial emancipation that way. So to wrap up, some people may have shopping issues. You may be one of them. It's something that you should think about addressing as you go walking towards your financial freedom. So, again, if you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram, follow me at Financial Emancipation on Twitter, F-I-N Emancipation, on Facebook, Financial Emancipation, and send me an email if you have any questions, financialemancipation at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to having you back tomorrow as we continue to discuss your financial emancipation, the ways in which you walk towards your financial freedom. Have a great day.